Hello, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to About Nothing But Sports. I'm your host, Ashley Baker. And thank you guys for tapping in, tuning in weekly as you always do. I appreciate the love, appreciate the support, appreciate the feedback. And I appreciate just you guys just rolling with me, man. You always checking for me whenever I'm dropping content, whenever I'm dropping my podcast. So, I simply adore you guys for that. And um, y'all are going to adore me for this, okay? For this this dope guest that I have on today. Um, thank you. Look, I'm so excited that you are here. I couldn't wait to get you on, Mr. Josiah Johnson. Listen, I made a middle name for you. Josiah Twitter Meme King Johnson. You probably heard that a couple times. It's cool. I, I might have took that from somebody already. Nah, I appreciate you. Yeah, yeah. It's always good to feel the love. I know we had this on the schedule for a while, so I'm super, <laughs> super excited to be here. Yeah, man. Thanks so much for being here. I appreciate it. Um, Listen, for those that don't know, Josiah uh, is just constantly lighting the internet on fire with his sports memes. Um, I have been dying to ask how you do it. So I'm I'm getting into those details on the okay. show. I'm just letting you know. We're going to tap into we're, some other We're going to do it. But I'm definitely going to get into the details just of how it comes to you, your thought process, because you be, you be quick with it. And I, I absolutely love that. So um, let's start here, though, before we start jumping into that and jumping into some sports talk, because I love your sports takes as well. Um, let's talk about how you got here, man. Like, let's talk about um, – I'm trying to remember when I started following you. I think it may have been right around that time. Damn, was it? Maybe a little bit before AD got went to the Lakers. Okay. Maybe like right around that time. So, um, is that like when it really started to like blow up for you, or were you already like at that point by then? Like, how did you get to where you are now? Because you are like king on Twitter. Oh, I mean, you know, appreciate you. First, first and foremost, just a lot of hard work, a lot of energy, a lot of, you know, just staying focused and, and, and just loving basketball, the sports community, NBA Twitter community. So super thankful for the opportunity that a platform like Twitter has given all of us yes. to really be out there, grow, you know, being able to do shows like this with yourself and just seeing people in the community across, you know, all across the different team, Twitters, national Twitter, all that good stuff. But people doing shows now, podcasts and just getting Tremendous, amazing opportunities for me. Uh, I started in the entertainment side, sports entertainment uh, out of college, started working with uh, NFL Network, Showtime, a bunch of other different spots, doing stuff behind the scenes, but always had a, a love and curiosity with social. Never really used Twitter or, or Instagram or any of those platforms at first. Just I felt like it would be, I didn't know how to monetize it, so I felt like it would be a waste of my time and yeah. I would just be on there all day, every day, which kind of was the case. But really, this uh, I had a, a TV show on Comedy Central called Legends of Chamberlain Heights. That ran for a couple seasons back in 2016, 2017. So up until that point, wasn't really the biggest social media person, you know, just didn't really care about it. But as that show started to, to come to fruition, uh, I just really kind of just got a deep love for social, started to really lock in and did a lot of stuff on the show account. So just kind of, you know, did a ton of research, looking at shows that I like, like Game of Thrones, like Insecure, what Issa was able to do, just really building a community around these shows. And for me, I saw, you know, digital and social as a way to be able to promote, you know, constantly, like back in the old days, it was commercials, it was billboards, it was stuff like that. Right. I just don't really feel like that resonates with, with, with the community, with our demo anymore. You know, people aren't really checking for billboards and things, but what I noticed was Twitter and social and shows like insecure, you know, they would, you know, she would run the show on Sunday, but for the rest of the week, Monday through Saturday, up until the next episode, everybody would be talking about it, buzzing about it. You know, the Lawrence hive, the Issa hive, all that the good Lawrence stuff, hive. you know, but just, 
and then seeing the way that people connected, communicated with it. So when I was doing Legend of Chamberlain Heights, I kind of just dove head first into it, learned a lot, had a, a lot of good stuff, a lot of bad stuff, a lot of trial and error just to really help build it. And then after the show got canceled 2017, I really just started to lock in and focus just on my own social and really trying to build a following. And again, it was a lot of a lot of just testing, doing a bunch of different stuff. Some of the stuff was good. Some of the stuff wasn't. But learning from everything, I think the thing that people you know have to learn when you're in social is sometimes you're going to get packed up. Sometimes you're going to get tomatoes. Sometimes people aren't going to really rock with whatever your take or your opinion or whatever that is, but just to fight through all that stuff and to learn. And for me, you know, I don't like that stuff. So as I, I was doing it, I was like, all right, I got to figure out ways to avoid that at all costs. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to get packed up. I don't like that feeling. I'm sure nobody does. So really just started to lock in and, and focus on the stuff that I was interested in, which is the basketball, a little bit of football, maybe some baseball occasionally, politics, whatever, you know, whatever stuff that I'm interested in, focus on those communities and just providing content. And especially, you know, things really started to take off for me probably late, late 2019 and 2020 into the pandemic. Mm. Everybody's at home. Everybody's, you know, kind of feeling feeling down as they're dealing yeah. with COVID and all the things that are going on with it being locked up in that crib, which I'm 40 years old. I've never seen anything like that. And I'm sure nobody else has really experienced anything like that. We've been dealing with these past few years, but just wanted to be able to entertain people, help people get through their day, you know, just be able to offer a bastion of light and, and, and a little bit of humor and comedy. As you're going through your day, the various stuff you may be dealing with, you can look at your phone, check Twitter real quick and, you know, see, I'm going to have a take on some or a joke or a meme or whatever it may be just to make people laugh, make people smile. So really, I was doing it for my own entertainment, but also knowing that, you know, all the stuff I was going through, depression and all that kind of stuff of just dealing with with, with not being able to get out the house. You know, yes. obviously the virus and just kind of everything that was going on with that, you know, losing loved ones. And I know other people getting impacted by that. So for me, it was like, look, if you can have just, you know, even a minute or two out of your day, you can you can check Twitter, see some jokes, see something that might put you in a good mood, might help you just get through it. So I've really just been grinding with that. Now that's opened up so many opportunities for me. I'm doing a show with Gilbert Arenas called No Chill with Gilbert Arenas uh, on Fubo, doing a show with Wave TV called Out of Pocket, which airs on their Buckets channel, doing some work with Showtime Basketball, doing some stuff uh, behind the scenes with Spring Hill, uh, LeBron James, obviously, who's my GOAT, my favorite basketball player. So just to be able to leverage everything I've been able to do on social and building a following and now use that to create opportunities for myself. It's been truly a blessing. And you know, I'm, I, I would tweet for free and I would do that stuff anyway. So now to be able to get paid to do some of the mm. things I'm doing, it's, it's, you know, I, I just got to smile every day and thank God and just keep grinding. And that's the thing. I never, never get too high, never get too low, never, never start drinking a Kool-Aid. Like you, you call me the Twitter meme King. I don't really believe in titles and all that stuff. I just kind of go because, you know, you know, the, people will build you up to tear you down. So I just exactly That's I, true. Just, I just keep grinding, keep going and, and just having a good time doing it. And also being able to inspire the next generation of creatives, people like ourselves who, you know, I never would imagine I'd have some of the opportunities I get to have and doing some of the shows I get to do and, and being around some of the people I get to be around. So being able to leverage this stuff, but also show people coming up like you can do this, too. I like to say, you know. I feel like I'm special, but there's nothing really special about what I'm doing. Just, it's just hard work. It's, it's the effort and continually doing it. So I want other people to, to be able to see that, too, and say, look, man, one day, I hopefully I can be like Josiah and be doing cool stuff like that. So I just try to be a resource, a mentor to as many people as possible and really just show them what the game is. And, and there's so much money here. I don't need all the money. Like everybody, I'm more happy for everybody else to be doing their thing. And, and nothing makes me happier than to see people, you know, start somewhere and keep building and put that work in and get rewarded and see success come as a result of it. So I'm going to keep grinding. I hope everybody else keeps grinding too. I, I love that. And I, one of the couple of things I took from that, number one, you might not believe this, but I might be like one of the only people on the planet, you know, that's of the culture. Um, I have not watched Insecure. Okay. I have. I, Look. Have not, I know. And I feel like 
I don't know why. It's crazy because, man, you like you said, social always buzzing about insecure. And I kind of felt like I already knew what was happening because of social. You know, yeah. I didn't, didn't necessarily watch the show. So that's the first thing. The second thing, um, the second and third thing I feel like I got from you, though, is number one, learning how to. So, folks, listen. Um, number one, learning how to not just stay in your lane, but own your lane. Exactly. I feel like that is the that is literally uh, two years ago. I finally, after I've been doing this for seven, eight years, I finally learned about two years ago. S- stay in your lane, Ash, but own it. Like own your lane. Like you're this loud, boisterous. They call me hot takeish person, whatever the case may be. But that's that's what make you you. And if you're so busy trying to be like everybody else, then you don't stand out. Um, and then also consistency. Being consistent is key. I feel like. You were you always you always on it, and it's crazy because obviously I noticed the different projects that you got going on and the different things you're doing. That does not stop you from dropping funny memes. And you see me, I'll quote teach you all the time. Be like, somebody take this man phone, take this man phone. He's he's it's it's hilarious. So um, that's really good to hear. That's really inspirational. You know, it's definitely inspirational for somebody like me. I feel like Twitter has been that 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 thing for me too. That has completely blow my life up in a great way um, as far as my career, my profession, and being able to do and talk this stuff and, and be getting paid for it. And it, so it doesn't really feel like work. You know, for you, I'm pretty sure it doesn't really, it doesn't feel like work at all. No, nah, it's, it's, I mean, like, it's, it's fun, but it's, yeah. like, I mean, but people, you got to put that work in. And there's times, you know, I might wake up and I don't feel like doing stuff, you know, like everybody, yeah. everybody else, even like looking at what you're doing with this pod, like, you know, nobody's sitting here making you do this. You know, you really got to find that drive and motivation yeah. and just know, you know, when I first started, I wasn't doing the type of numbers that I'm doing now. But like you mentioned, just being consistent as possible, working, learning, growing, actually doing, you know, it's funny. Like I see all these people that work in social media and have all these 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 cool job titles, whatever. But a lot of them haven't really ever got it out the mud. They never really had to grow and build an account. <laughs> and learn from yeah. the good and the bad, right? There's a lot of bad uh, to it as well. And that, that's the stuff that'll make you stronger because as you know, you know, social can be extremely toxic at times. People yeah. can, you got some miserable people out there who will love nothing more than to tear you down and tell you how much they hate you and all this stuff. And I see, I've seen all of it. So for me, and this is the thing I try to really just, you know, encourage other people, you're going to get some of that stuff, but you got to fight through it. Now a lot of those same people used to hate on me back in the day, you know, hit me up, call me big bro, you know, asking for advice and all that good stuff. And, you know, I'm, I'm older now. So when I was younger, I was super petty. I would take a lot of that stuff personal and right. hold grudges and, you know, be vindictive and all that type of stuff. And I'm, I'm you know, I, I happily admit all that now. But for me, it's just really embracing the community and, and anybody. You know, we, we talked about doing this for weeks. And it's like, yo, if I got time on my schedule, I'll, I'll always happily pull up and really motivate and encourage because I'm excited to see where your show's at now, where it's going to be a year from now, where it's going to be five years from now. You know, you're going to be on network doing TV stuff, you know, <laughs> stuff you might have never dreamed that you'd be doing, yeah. but all because you had to teach yourself and learn. And I think that's an important thing for everybody in this space and in this world now. We have so much, much opportunities. Everybody's got a Wi-Fi connection. Everybody's got a phone. And, and just with that alone, you know, you look at all these TikTok stars and Instagram stars and all yeah. these people who may not be well embraced by mainstream, but are making huge amounts of money on branded deals and content deals and all this other great stuff out there. So it's a way to really support your family. And this is kind of the, you know, Draymond Green always talks about the new media. I think this all kind of encapsulates what that new media really is. It's it's people like yourself, people like myself, creating opportunities for themselves by utilizing social. Like, and believe me, if that's not your thing, more power to you. But but when I'm coming to Twitter, when I'm coming to these spaces, it's it's to do work. It's, you know, it's to have a good time as well. It's to make people laugh. 
But ultimately, there's there's a goal in mind. And, and, and every time I kind of reach a new goal, it's like you got to make new goals and aim higher and keep aiming and aiming. And, and really, you know, like I it's said, like you never stuff. stop. Right. It's almost never. like you. It's so crazy. But it's like a. I can't explain. Um, I, I'll say um, this is what it's like to feel your pat to to be doing what you're passionate about, like to find your passion in life, because I, I'm never not talking, discussing, making content, n- yeah. never not doing that stuff when it comes to sports. But because it's my passion, because I love it so much, like I was saying, it just never feels like work. I'm okay with not stopping. I'm a, Now I'm learning to balance. I'm a mom. I have two kids. Yeah, already so know. I'm learning, yeah, I'm learning to like work balance. How do you like work balance with the personal and because you're, you know, you, you've already blown up. You're, you're there. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, so how, how did you, I'll ask you this because this is, this will personalize it a little more for me. I think right now I am dealing with um, work balance. So um, got a new PR folk. Um, you know, she's about to start booking me for different things. Yeah. Um, I'm, you know, I'm already, you know, working in sports. I work with Odyssey. Um, I'm doing this. I'm on my Twitter spaces. Um, I'm doing like a million things. So um, what's a good piece of advice um, for me, for those listening, for those that, you know, are looking to, to, to be in this space and will need this advice at some point or another? What's your advice as far as that work balance? I mean, you got to have it. I got two kids as well. And I think for me, okay. the most important thing is making sure that, that they know their love. They know that their, their mother and father are there for them whenever they need it. And it's tough. You know, I, you know, a lot of people don't have that luxury, right? They got, might have to work multiple jobs. They might have to do a lot of stuff. But first and foremost, you got to just focus on your mental health and doing the stuff. Like you mentioned, this is work, but it's not work. Like, you know, people might sit here and think, oh, this is easier. You know, he don't, he don't have to put no work in. You got to go. You have to grind. Like, you know, I'm a workaholic. I love work. I'm always grinding. Same thing. When, you, when you're a content creator and you deal in this space, as you know, any moment, you know, we might be chilling, might think it's an off day, some news breaks, this Donovan exactly. Mitchell trade may go through or KD trade may happen or Kyrie trade. And it's all hands on deck. You know, I think about you know, a week or two ago when the, when the KD news dropped at that point, you know, that was just like an explosion. Nobody was expecting it, but you got to grind. Now, whatever the content's going to be, whatever you're doing, but you got to find time for your family as well and the things that are most important to you. So I've been able to now create a lane for myself that I can have a lot more time to focus on the things I want to focus on. I've done that whole network life, 12, 14, 16 hour days, 10, 15 days straight, all that stuff. And I look back at my younger self and that was that was appropriate for what I was doing then. Now it's like, I want I really want to budget my time out correctly so I can do the things that are important, focus on my mental health, make sure I exercise. And that's the thing I would encourage everybody to do no matter your physical stature, whatever it may be. But if you can get some exercise in every day, just what that does for me mentally, physically, you know, I might go ride the exercise bike or go jog around the neighborhood or whatever it may be. But during that time, I'm also working, thinking, and really just kind of trying to uplift and, and figure out ways to, to make myself better. But focus on all that stuff. I think first and foremost, family's most important, really your loved ones, the people that care about you, make sure you have enough time for them, focus on them, check, check up on them. You know, we've seen recently a lot of stuff in the sports community and in, in, in the comedy community, where, you know, people, you know, might do some things and be completely unexpected, but just knowing that check up on people, see how they're doing. You know, you know, people don't really understand how valuable just a phone call or a text or whatever it may be. I know how important it is to me when people just reach out to see how I'm doing. Not They don't want nothing. Just how are you doing? Like, yes. you know, I'm, I'm the same kind of way. What can I help you with? And I think for us, all of us in this community, in this world, one thing it's really, you know, I've taken from this NBA Twitter thing is like, I don't care. Like, you know, I'm a big LeBron fan. I'm a Lakers fan. Yeah. But that don't mean warriors or celtics or whoever you know, you know we might beef over basketball takes whatever it may be that's fine separate yeah. that from you know i tell my friends all the time 
they'll get into beefs with people on social media. And I know both of them, they don't know each other. It's like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm going to fight this dude, whatever. It's like, you're going to fight him because you think MJ's the GOAT and he thinks Kobe's the GOAT. And right. It's like, y'all might have so much more other stuff in common. And I think, you know, at, at the core, we all love our families. We love our kids. We have them. You know, we love the people that are closest to us. So don't let that stuff get in the way of, of being able to develop, you know, even people that come at me sometimes, I'll pull them to the side. I don't need to make no big show of it on Twitter, but just pull them aside. Like, look, I, I could be a person that can help you or I could hurt you. You know what I mean? Like, I can help you get to where right you want to go. Or, you know, your name could come up in meetings. I'll be like, oh, I don't, I don't mess with them. So don't give them that job. And I, I try to stay away from that because I want to be able to uplift and help people get to where they need to get to. But I'm sure you might hear the kids in the background. Hey, now, you know, that, that's kind of <laughs> that's just a part of the game. But, yeah, just finding that, that work-life balance and making sure you stick to it. Get on good routines. Yeah. Like I said, exercise, you know, eat right. Do all the things you need to do to make yourself better because that's going to impact the work as well. Like if you don't got the energy or you're not, you know, in, in good physical fit or shape I or whatever. I got to better with exercise. I'm just like, yeah. I really And it's do. not hard. 15, 20 minutes, whatever. Like just a get walk. It. I like yeah. It. I, yeah, I need to I need to do that better. Um, You know, I'm about to start. I'm, I'm about to kick off this smoothie cleanse that I've been putting yeah. off for the last three days. But I'm about to, like, <laughs> smoothie cleanse it out and, and get some exercise in. And um, what I've noticed um is that it's a little bit of time away mm-hmm. from it creates this crazy, fresh, bunch of creativity that I have, you know, so just a little bit of time. I know we're so involved in it. Like you said, at any minute, anything can pop off, but it's also really important to, you know, just have that away time, even if it's just a little bit, because I know for me, it sparks so much creativity. And next thing I know, I got this in mind. I want to do this. I want to do this. Um, I write that stuff down so I can keep it yeah, in mind oh, when I'm ready to like. That's the one thing I'll tell everybody. Write stuff down. Yeah, email, I email myself. I'll DM myself. I'll text myself. Because, you know, you have some great ideas sometimes. And yep. if you don't write them down, you can be like, yes. hey, what was that again? Yes. And it don't, it don't need to be perfect or it don't need to be completely And then it streamlined. takes stress off of your, yeah. your brain. You know what I mean? So you, like you said, you're not struggling and damn, what did I think about? Like it's, I call it a brain dump. Like I try to write every day, like personal, professional, whatever, just get it out. And that way I ain't stressing about, Ooh, let me try to remember. Cause we just, this is such a busy, busy season in general and in our lives. So um, again, y'all are tuned into about nothing but sports with myself, Ashley Baker and Mr. Josiah Johnson. Um, Listen, I know you said you don't like to get built up. I don't like to get built up. They call me certain names, uh, hot take queen, all this stuff on social, or whatever. But I'm it's calling good though. And when people social. are doing that, you know you're going in the right direction. I know, right? I know. It's, again, uh, yeah, it's all right. So check this out. I have a question. Um, your your top three sports memes. Okay. I try to I try to go back in my mind and think. There have been nights boy where you will tweet something and i'm in my bed and i mean busting a gut crying laughing at something and i think the most recent one that just had me in tears is um it was something with the commanders and it was um with dan snyder and yeah. you, were, you tweeted the guy that was like i don't have the capacity the yeah, guy yeah, that was sure. part of the podium when i tell you i was in the floor like it's been many nights for me and i'm like this like he 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 gone he gone. It's a, in a in a funny in a funny yeah, for like, sure. comical way. I, t- I test that fence. I used to be a lot more out of pocket than I am now. Out of pocket was kind of the brand and everything. I kind of really prided yeah. myself on. Uh-huh. But ultimately, now as I've grown and I've got you know people like LeBron following me and Steph following me, and I'm a big LeBron fan. We used to go as Steph fans, but I want these guys to also know too. It's nothing personal. I want them to be able to be yes. in on the joke. Yes. Don't try to attack guys. You know, we saw a lot of that with Russell Westbrook. 
yeah. in the Lakers Twitter community. Yeah. And a lot of that stuff just turned super mean spirited. And at the end of the day, I think these people are human beings too. Correct. They have feelings, no matter how much money you make in life, you got feelings and you know, people are tearing you down. That stuff hurts. So I try to just be more on the positive side. Now, naturally, I'm gonna get the jokes in always, but do it in a way where, you know, if if a team might be playing bad, I'm not gonna key in on certain players. I might go at the team as a whole and really just find, you know, the, the humor and comedy stuff. But I've made so much stuff now. It's funny, like, and it's crazy to say, but, you know, I forget a lot of stuff. So sometimes I'll just be scrolling through Twitter, looking at old stuff that I did. Like, damn, I don't remember doing that. But just, <laughs> but in that moment, just being locked in and keyed in on it. So, like, for me, like, favorite meme probably of all time is uh, I did one with Antonio Brown. This is back in 2019. Uh, he was, he went to the Patriots, and obviously the Patriots are known for doing things the Patriots way. Uh, Josh Gordon was already there. I'm a big fan of Josh's, but I did a scene from Get Out with, uh, you know, when the Keeps character's in the sunken place, and that was Antonio Brown, you know, showing up to the Patriots facility and seeing, jo you know, Josh Gordon and kind of like, you know, things is different over here. Oh, yeah, no, just <laughs> – So Jordan Peele actually ended up seeing that one, following me, you know, quote wow. tweeting it. And that's where I kind of first really learned, like, there, there's a whole world and culture. And I've seen a lot of different social teams that have done a lot of this type of stuff, but, you know, a lot of – just to be candid, they weren't – they didn't really have the makeup of, of, of the world, right? It was a lot of, you know, yeah. a lot of teams that were all white or, you know, they were taking a lot from black culture, not really understanding, you know, the stuff that they were doing, but saying like, oh, you know, Ash put up a meme that did great. I'm going to grab that and now I can use it for this or whatever. So for me, it's just, this is the thing I kind of really try to, especially in sports social for people, is like, you got to live. Like I'm 40 years old. Yeah. So I, a lot of these kids are in their early twenties and more power to them, but I've got, you know, 18, 20 more years experience on this planet. Mm. All the things I've seen, the songs yeah. I've heard, the movies, the memes, the moments. Yep. So try to live as much as possible, learn about. And I get to see all the stuff that they're into, too. And it's tough. You know, I'm not a SpongeBob guy. Like, like I always say, you'll never see a SpongeBob meme come off my page. Not knocking the show. I know a lot of people grew up with that, but I'm more, you know, to say about a bell. And that was kind of stuff that was rocking Dang. when I was growing up. Yeah. So but just ultimately to say, you know, stay in your lane with the stuff that you're doing, but also learn kind of with the other stuff. I get a lot of feedback sometimes from the younger kids when I post stuff that they don't get and they get mad that everybody in my demo loves it. And it's like, man, it's not even funny, whatever. And like, it's funny to us. This is what, yes. you know I mean? This is who I'm communicating with at this point. This Correct. one isn't for everybody. Correct. But finding those different pockets one. And sometimes I'll do stuff like, we're great because we live in a world now where everything is instantaneous and social. Like a moment happens, like you watch a game. And growing up when I was a kid, you know, I'm thinking about shows like The Simpsons and things like that. You know, we would come and talk about that at school the next day. So if you didn't watch it, you definitely, you know, you would miss out on that convo and wouldn't right. really feel a part of that stuff. It's the same thing now. We're watching a game and we all see that one singular moment, Katie's ashy ankle, whatever it may be, right? And we all key in on that. And we're all living that moment live with each other, communicating, engaging, you know, finding moments like, you know, I think of the latest thing is that Donovan Mitchell wants to get traded or, you know, yeah. Rudy Gobert gets traded or whatever, you know, just the things that go on in the community, especially basketball space that we now get to converse about right away. We don't have to wait. I remember back in the day when I first started doing social, uh, Twitter didn't have native video posting. So you had to wait for somebody to upload it to, to YouTube. They had to grab the YouTube link, bring it to Twitter. So That's somebody right. got dunked on. You might not see that clip for 10 to 15 minutes. Now, thanks to people like Worldwide Wob, you know, all the other great yep. people out there that are doing amazing stuff for the community, that play happens. And he's going to have that clip up before they show a replay in the game at points. You know what I'm saying? Like, absolutely. Do they find that stoppage and play to show it? That clip is already up. It's already going out. You know, if somebody says something for good or bad, you know, you know, it, it, people grab onto that stuff. 
So it's really just being locked in in the moment. I think the other important thing is I'm, I'm at a state space now where if I miss some, I miss it. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not worried about it. I can't it. wait to get to that point. It, so it hurts though. It's because sometimes it'd be big stuff and it's like, damn, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, I missed this major news yeah. or I'm hours late. And then there's other times when I'm right on it, right? When that news breaks, like I've had points, I was uh, out at summer league in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for about 11 days, about 11 days too long for, for Vegas, for anybody who knows. Hey, you know. that's, that's a long, I'm about to say, boy, you, that's a long I'm, time. I'm, I'm still feeling it now. I've been tired this whole week, kind of getting it back together. <laughs> But I'm, I'm on the air doing a show with Showtime and, and some news breaks. I think it was DeAndre Aiden in the Pacers uh, mm-hmm. when he when he first got the offer sheet. Mm-hmm. And you just got to go because everybody's talking about it. So I'm on the air trying to fire tweets off and, and do that stuff. But it's like, you know, it's finding that balance, but also just, just being locked in. And if this is the space you want to be in, this is called social media for a reason. You got to be social. It ain't anti-social media. It ain't, you know, it ain't scheduled media. It ain't any of those other words. It's just social. So create conversations, engage with people. And for me, I love to being able to build an audience and build up a fan base, but also having people kind of share moments. I ask a lot of random questions on Twitter at times, you know, whatever's going on in my head. But I like to see people's, sto- you know, stories. And I'll also be self-deprecating. Like, I've had times in my life where, you know, I played basketball. I used to lay and done some amazing things. But there was time, you know, I might have, you know, somebody might have served me on the court or, or dominated me or embarrassed oh. me or whatever. But I also know that other people have shared those same experiences. So let's create a space where we can all talk about that. Let it be a therapy session. Everybody could talk about those moments that maybe they're not the happiest about. But then also share share your wins and, and don't do it in a way where you're bragging or boasting yeah. or trying to, you know, be arrogant about it. But ultimately, like, it's important when you're successful and you do things to share. So I always try to do that in a way, too, where it's respectful of the community. But also showing people like, look, like I'm, I can't be the only person here. So we need other people to help fill this space. Why not you? You know what I mean? Why? Why wouldn't? Why can't you be the one to do it as well? And well, and you grow? drop you you pre- you preaching. You pre- you drop. Look, dro- y'all hear him dropping gems because I'm over here keyed in. Mm-hmm. I'm over here keyed in. I, I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, man, that's 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 good stuff. Um, you mentioned that sometimes you'll dabble into football. Who's your football team? I'm a Raiders fan. Uh, grew okay. up in LA, so I got y'all you know, going to the Super Bowl this year. I'm I'm super excited to try and get out to Vegas. You know, I'm only going back to Vegas again uh, before next summer league for either some Usher or a Raiders game. I think that was the only. Yo, listen. or John Legend, who's out there too. I'm I'm a rock with John. Legend. Let me tell too. you something. So I don't know if um, uh, Spence and Crawford are going to like sign their fight deal. But I'm I'm hearing that it's in like it'll be in Vegas and maybe in October. I mean, we in to August at this point. It, it probably won't happen. But I was literally waiting on that date to drop before I booked my Usher tickets because I'm going to see some Usher. I have yeah. got to see his residency. I love Usher. He's my favorite entertain favorite singer, entertainer, R&B guy all time. And I'm like, if I could just knock out two birds and one stone, go see Usher Friday night, yeah. see the fight that night. But the fight taking so long, so I'm about to book my my, my tickets for that October date. Come with an I'll agenda. Actually, yeah, I gotta put that on the agenda, man. I love me some Usher. I gotta see him before he before he leaves the, the residency. So you like the Raiders? I actually predict that the Raiders are coming out the AFC. I think okay. they're going to represent the AFC in the. I ain't gonna fight you on that. I'm a roll. Yeah, it's a lot of people that's fighting me on that, Josiah. But I stand ten toes. You know, I'm, I'm, and I'm, I'm in LA, guy. so I would love to see a Rams Raiders, you know, Super Bowl. I think that would be phenomenal. Wasn't you know Rams played wow, in Anaheim back in the day? About, Damn, I didn't even think about that. Rams like, Raiders. Rams played in Anaheim back in the day, so none of us were really rocking with them. Obviously, Raiders leave. We don't have a football team for for years. They come back to SoFi right in the heart of Inglewood. That's right yep. near where I grew up at. So wow. I got to rock with the Rams squad. It's funny. I was just at the ESPYs last night. 
Yeah. And, uh, for those who don't know, Jalen Ramsey probably my favorite player in the league. So I got to meet Jalen Ramsey. He was cool. It was just like things nice. like that, man. But so you want to root for that squad. Aaron Donald, Matt Stafford, obviously everything he dealt with with the Lions and just the years and years and years of misery to be able to come out to, you know, no knock to Detroit, but to be able to lead Detroit to come to L.A., you know, win a Super Bowl. So not trying to be no bandwagon on there. I just like it because, look, SoFi is close. I love the stadium. So if I'm going to go watch some football, you know, Rams are more convenient than the Raiders, but I want to get out to Vegas too and, and check them out as well. So check it. I was out in L.A. for the Super Bowl. Okay. Um, and so when they won, um, I, I, I don't know if you know my guy, Mark Gunnels. Mark Gunnels. Yeah, he, yeah I he, love Mark. Yeah, Saw Mark in Summer League, too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He, I he did knows. his pod. I never met him in real life. We both in L.A. and we yeah. out, He rose up on me at, at uh, Summer League. And that's that's another thing. If you ever get a chance and you love basketball, get to Summer League. Much better than I'm All-Star going next weekend. year. You know, I'm going next first year weekend, sport. probably the best just in terms of, you know. Okay. From, from the tourist standpoint and the traffic. Because by the Got second it. weekend, everybody's burnt out. But yeah. you'll see anybody you want to see, you can go dap them up. Everybody's cool. And for me, yeah. I just love seeing these rookies and this kind of second year, third year guys, next generation of players. Now, you know, wow. this is their first opportunity to play, but they're yeah. in the hotels hanging out, you know, not, not turning up, not doing nothing. But, you know, you could – I saw so many different – GMs, execs, and for anybody who wants to get into basketball space as well. I'm great. hearing it's the same thing with the combine, though. Like the, yeah, the NFL, NFL combine, combine is is a is a hot spot too. Combine different though, just because I used to work at NFL Network, so did a ton of combines. It's different because uh-huh. it's for me. It's kind of it's kind of like the Olympics almost from the standpoint of like everybody's locked in. They've got right. you know every every different right. uh, you know positional group has their day, and that's where they got to rock out. But once their thing is over, they take off. Where summer league. All those teams are out there. Guys might not be playing, but they're all out there for those 10 days. They got a couple of day breaks in between games. I think they're playing like four or five games total over that 10-day window. So there's a lot of downtime. And like I said, you could just be rolling through hotel lobbies, casinos, whatever. And, oh, there goes Paolo Benchero. And there's Chet Holmgren. And, you know, there's right, Jabari Smith right. and that whole crew. Damn, we got the right. whole Grizzly staying at the hotel. And yeah, there's okay. Darvin Ham and Rob Palinka and Sean Martin. You know I mean? I'm, I was at the win getting, uh, you know, my little exercise in in the morning. You know, Rob Palinka rolls in. I'm like, okay. And then, like, five minutes later, Sean Marks rolls in. I'm thinking in my head, like, oh, we're about to get this Kyrie deal done. Like, <laughs> they, they move I'm, I'm, I'm texting people, like, yo, I'm just – but that's just kind of the stuff you'll see out there. You're supposed to drop some input, Josiah. you supposed to slip slip a note or something and be like, look. I, I, I posted a cryptic tweet after because I didn't know what it, what it really – everybody's like, oh, what's going down? I was like, look, I'm just telling you, I'm at the wind and some stuff's cracking. I can't really get into <laughs> to specifics. I ain't trying to get kicked out the hotel, but – like all these dudes, I'm I'm literally riding the exercise bike next to Monty Williams. Like I didn't bother him, but it's just like all right, we both yeah, getting yeah, it in. That's like, dope. That's and it's just dope. it's just a normal thing. But I think for and anybody who wants to, I think the one thing I learned being out there, I know it's just kind of off subject, but you see kind of how you know people get the information they get, how they be able to establish themselves, yeah. and kind of the clicks that that develop out there amongst the the media types, the teams, and all this stuff. And I think there needs to be more there. You know, you talk about the league, and it's 70 percent black. But behind the scenes, front office, executive level, that doesn't seem to be the case. Now we've got obviously a tremendous amount of black coaches uh, in the league now that are opening up a lot of doorways and opportunities for others. But go out there and really, like I said, go out there. You know, you talk about Usher and, we, you know, you do all the fun stuff, too. But go out there with an agenda to really meet people, shake hands. You know, I met a kid out there. He's about 23 years old. He, he wanted to be a GM. So the NBA, I think, offered some type of class or courses where, you know, you could go out there and, and do some stuff and learn. But but investigate and research and do that side too. So come out there with an agenda, right? Where you're trying right. to build yourself and elevate yourself. Yeah, go watch some great basketball and all that good stuff. Go see some Usher. But also, hey, if I'm trying to be a GM or whatever, you got about 30 gyms that are going to be out there that you can roll up on. All 30 of them might not be cool, 
All, but all it's going to take is that one cool gym. All right, yeah, you know, we got internships, we got whatever, and you're going to open up a lot of doorways for yourself. So most important thing, you know, whatever you want to do in this space, like even yourself, reaching out to me to book an interview. Like a lot of people may not respond, may not do whatever. That's fine. Don't don't take that stuff personal. Don't Just keep building. Yep. Yeah. Don't trip on it. I shot my shot and you replied. And I'm like, we kind of talk, we you know he'll laugh at some of the stuff that I've replied yeah, to on his sure. So, you know, um, but I, I'm definitely at that point, you know, um, what's for me is for me, uh, what's for you is for you. And those that are listening, what's for you is for you. Like it's not gonna pass you, you know what I mean? So that's that's a that's a great point. So staying in the association though, really quick. Um, what's up with your Lakers? Are they are they doing anything next season? I mean, do you not really want to make a prediction until maybe a Kyrie move is made? I'm hearing that the the call with AD, Russ, and LeBron was kind of like smoke and mirrors. Like, what's your talk on that? What's your 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 thought? I mean, obviously, it was, it was tough for everybody last year to see that squad, especially with all the hype and fanfare at the beginning of the season. I think the thing that people don't really talk about is that Anthony Davis only played half the year. Now, Facts. you know. Playoff LeBron, that's one thing. But for LeBron, at, you know, year 19 to have to carry the low for the entire regular season, it, it didn't make sense. Obviously, you would have hoped that the squad would have had a better result, at least made the playoffs and kind of did that, those type of things. But AD played like 40, 42 games, whatever it was. So this is a person who's supposed to be now, you know, the franchise player. We can all say it's LeBron, but at the end of the day, AD's younger. He got the fresher legs. He was supposed to lead the charge during the regular season. Obviously, you can't do that. So I want to say that, that that trio of LeBron, Russ, and AD only played like 20, 21 games together. Granted, they you know I think they were like 11 and 10 in those games. But you just didn't get to see that squad. So I think there was a lot of hype, a lot of fanfare built around it. Russ never really looked like he was comfortable. And if a move's not made and he does stay, I think bringing in a guy like Darvin Ham, who I got a tremendous amount of respect for. Mm. My dad works from Milwaukee Bucks. So I've got to spend a lot of time out there in Milwaukee. Met, met Coach Ham a few times and just – converse with them. I think he's going to command a lot of respect. He's from Saginaw, Michigan. He's not a dude to be trifled with. You know, when your coach is 6'8", 250, and, you know, it's just, that you know, you're not going to, you know, you're going to really lock in. You're going to have to have Max. that respect from the jump. So I think yeah. him him coming in right away saying, I talked to Russ, and we talked about sacrifice and really focusing on the defensive side. Russ being to put in a position where, you know, KD years with the Thunder when Harden was there as well, it was a little different, but for the most part, the last five, six, seven seasons, he's been running stuff on his own. He's been that that franchise guy, you know, triple doubles, all that good stuff. So I, hopefully they all have kind of a come to Jesus moment. They can figure it out if a deal's not made. I'm hearing, you know, the Kyrie stuff. There's also the, that Buddy Hill talk and mm. kind of other stuff going on out there. Russ firing his agent, you know, and if I'm Russ, you know, from L.A., how much I love the Lakers, Russ, a big Kobe fan, and just seeing the way that fan base treated him, I don't, you know, I probably wouldn't want to stick around. I know Lakers fans, you know, say good riddance, but this is a guy who still has some some good mileage left. He still has some good basketball to be played. I think last year was a learning experience. Like again, obviously not not the way anybody would have hoped it would have went. Right. But if this this big three does stay together and AD can be healthy, LeBron can be healthy going into year twenty, Russ can be healthy, and they can somehow find that balance because you do have a you know three phenomenal basketball players who know you know it's tough when LeBron saying things like yo he he'd welcome Kyrie to the Lakers and all that good stuff to now jump on the phone with Russ. You know, I was summer league game, you know, LeBron on one side of the court, Russ on the other side. You know, those are type of things that you definitely lock in on. And I yeah. was at that game and you kind of look in and it's like, damn, these dudes aren't even talking with each other, you know, which is a stark contrast from the year previous when they pulled up the summer league together and kind of, you know, reflection on everybody. But at the end of the day, if this is the squad they got to roll out, I'm, 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 I'm cautiously optimistic that they can uh, make it work now is that, that now, what about, you, you don't have no you don't have no faith in the other LA team. 
I'll, I'll write, look. I don't I'm, know if you've been seeing my stuff, but I'm a Paul George stand. Now, my dad played with the Clippers <laughs> growing up, so so okay. I definitely got I got a ton of love for. And it's the you meet people in LA. Yeah, I'm not. I don't really care about all that beef. I'm I'm more of a you know. I went to UCLA, but UCLA football, I love I love yeah. USC football as well. Like I want these squads to go out and dominate. Now, when UCLA plays SC, I want UCLA to smack them up. That's just me. <laughs> Same thing with the Lakers and Clippers. I don't want the Clippers to be trash. I want you know I want the bat of LA to be exciting. Like who want to go? You know, see two whack teams play each other, right? Sure. We want to see two of the best teams in the league going at it. So I think Kawhi coming back healthy, they've been making moves. And I, I love Steve Ballmer as an owner because he doesn't have, you know, he, he's the richest owner in the league. He don't got no fear in dropping bags. And, you know, obviously they're getting ready to move to that arena in Inglewood in the near future. So he wants to really build this squad up. And he's got no problem throwing bags where they need to be thrown to make things happen. And that's what you want to see. And that's not, that's not a – not a knock on genie or anything like that. Yeah. But it's just, you know, when, when you're playing with owners like the war, and I think the Warriors really have kind of established what this league needs to be. They're willing yeah, to yeah. go $200 million in the luxury tax to, to, to grab a winner. And it's like, yo, but keep their own guys. And I think that's an important thing. They've drafted well. Why should they have to lose, you know, a Steph or a Draymond or a Clay? Cause they did a good job of drafting well. And, you know, obviously with, with that, that down year without Clay for those two seasons and that squad being able to build up in the draft too and, and, and revitalize, but this is what it is. So I'm, I'm rocking with the Lakers. I think a couple more moves need to be made. We'll see what's going to happen. Like, like if they made that Kyrie deal, I think that's a whole other level for all the all the baggage and negativity that Kyrie gets. Y'all Laker, Laker fans going to get on my nerves if easy. LeBron and Kyrie link back up. It's, I mean, it's going to be great for, for the media. side. So as a media head, I'm going to love it. I'm going to love yeah. every bit of it. And they but, broke up, you know, that, that Cleveland breakup, I don't think anybody wanted to see, but the kind yeah, of writing yeah, was on the wall there. Yeah. Kyrie's gone around and explored. And and I don't honestly, I know KD, I think I feel like KD made that trade request just to light a fire, you know, in, in the Nets organization. And I just don't see, you know, especially after that Gobert trade, I don't know, you know, what's gonna take for the the Nets. The Nets got him under contract for four more years. KD loves basketball, so I don't see him holding out or doing any of that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and, and ultimately we'll it's like you got Ben Simmons, KD, and Kyrie on a roster. Yeah. You know, KD may want to get traded, but it's like, if I got to stay, that's not, you know, that's not yeah. a bad squad to have at my disposal. Yeah, yeah. And and I think ultimately that they'll end up running it back. And again, you know, you ain't worried about too much of the COVID stuff. You know, Kyrie can play. He'll be, hopefully he'll be available enough. So, you know, we'll we'll see how they go. I can't wait to see your reaction to how to, Throughout the year, how how these Lakers pan out is is it's gonna be. It was hard. Wait you know, to see those memes coming. I can't wait. <laughs> we, we held out hope to, to the final moments, but it, it, the writing started to be on the wall about midway through the year. It's like, uh, like what's going on? You know, yeah. AD. The crazy thing about AD, I love AD, but it's like every time AD gets hurt, it looks like it's like career-ending injury. Like he'll get shaken up in games sometimes, and it's like you know. I don't know. Innocent. I don't know, Josiah. I feel like on my side, on my timeline, on my at this point when he go down, people be like, "Oh, all right, but we'll see him in six weeks." You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like people kind of know he hurt, he okay, you know, but we're not gonna see him for a couple of weeks. So we'll we'll see. Yeah. Hopefully that's not the case. We never wish so. injury on any player. So he's grinding. You know, he's working out hard. I know, I know. I know. He worked, there were some of the jokes early on, out. like I ain't picked up a ball or whatever. But he's been in the gym grinding. Yeah. So yeah, excited to see him this year. Of course, of course, of course. So you had a good time at the ESPYS. We don't really have to touch on to that too much, but you had a good time at the ESPYS. Um, I know that that was probably like I, I saw your post, like something you didn't even imagine. You know, the, the invite, like 
like SBs as a as a as a like the the after parties and that type of stuff just from a networking standpoint again like I always say now I don't go to these places for fun right I'm not going if I'm going to turn up I'm going to, to accomplish some business as well so shake hands meet people you know in this game but just being around so many you know amazingly talented athletes you know just gold medal winners NBA champions people mm. that are champions of their sport the show is a little too long I don't know what the viewing experience was like for everybody at home but I'm thinking like all right ain't no way this thing can be longer than two hours it started at five Pacific time. The actual show did uh, about seven. I'm like, all right, this thing got to wrap up soon. But then they still hadn't given away the the, the Jimmy V awards. And I know Dick Vitale was going to go out there and go hard, you know, about 14, 15 minute speech. Beautiful thing. You know, I'm, I'm moved to tears. Then I look yeah. back, you know, we don't get out of that thing until about eight o'clock. And by that point, you know, I'm just, you know, really honestly, you know, it was, you know, beautiful air conditioning in there, but it was a little hot in LA that day. So I'm walking around trying to make oh. sure I'm not musty or, you know, it's just like, <laughs> I got you know. Listen, I love how you keep it real, man. You can tell you love. Um, they had an after party at the Roosevelt Hotel. It's a true story. Uh, I'm with my agent. We're getting ready to go to the uninterrupted function. Uh -huh. So I got I go to the lobby of the Roosevelt. I'm like, look, man, y'all got a gift store. I need to buy some deodorant real quick. I just need to spritz up. My man goes in the back. He's in there for like a little too long. So I'm like, all right, he, he can't come back out empty-handed. He went on a deep search, came through. He's like, I got you. I Night was resurrected. <laughs> Hey, I love the I love the improviser. Look, do what you gotta do. You can't be going to no event smelling all you know funny. So I'm asking everybody like, yo, you, can you smell me? Like, I'm, I can't yeah. be known as stinky boy at these events, like, because that's absolutely. like you know somebody stinky. Yeah, everybody absolutely. has everybody's yeah. body odor is their body odor. I'm not here to knock or judge, but you know it's like, wait a minute, like you know, like Josiah not smelling right. Like that's what they're gonna be remembering. Oh, there goes stinky boy. <laughs> No, I love that. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Um, well, look, I'm, I'm glad you got your deodorant, man. I'm glad you ain't going this vital. boy. Um, first impressions are the best impressions or the most important ones. So yeah, shout out, shout out to your shout out to him for, for taking one for the team, going in there, getting the getting the goddamn deodorant. Okay. I, I appreciate <laughs> my, my so, man at the Roosevelt lobby or Roosevelt uh, the front desk. You came through. Shout you, out, you hey, shout out to hero. you. Shout out to you. Shout out to you. Um, so we're wrapping up. Thanks again for, for tapping in. Um, what's new with you, man? What what projects do you have going on? Any foundations you got that you would like um, folks on about nothing but sports to know about? Um, what, what's new for you? What's so, what's coming up in the future? So just, you know, no chill with Gilbert Arenas on Fubo, out of pocket on, on Waving Buckets. I'm doing some work with the Premier Lacrosse League, which I'm super, super duper excited about. I tapped in with them last year. They reached out to have me come do some social promotion for their all-star game. Didn't know much about the league. You know, any leagues that I work with that I'm not super familiar with, I'm always just like, look, let me really help elevate, you know, the black athletes in the league and really trying to, you know, lock in there. Uh, lacrosse, for the most part, is the East Coast sport. You know, obviously super white, so a lot of people just in, in, in underserved communities don't really know about it. But to just get the opportunity to go out there and work with them, I'm actually headed out to New York this week. Uh, they got games in Fairfield, Connecticut, so I'm excited to pull up, pull up with them and just stuff they're doing in the community, you know, and, and just being able to see a league, you know, being its first couple of years and now really trying to make a push. They just got a bunch of funding from like KD and, and WWE and Joe Sy and a bunch of other people. So doing some stuff with them that I'm super excited about working with Showtime Basketball, that crew over there, Matt Barnes, my former teammate at UCLA uh, with him and Stack been able to do all the smoke and KG, yeah. what he's doing with his stuff over there, Paul Pierce. J.R. Smith, Jamal Crawford, the rest of the Showtime basketball family, just to be able, you know, I was out there in Vegas with them doing live shows. And just to be able to have the opportunity, you know, I've known Matt for for more than 20 years, but just to sit with him and just to see the way, you know, him along with like the Knuckleheads and Gilbert Arenas as well, you know, have created this, this kind of lane for us to be real and authentic and, and say what we want to say and be how we want to be. And these guys, you know, Matt and Stack weren't, you know, 
Hall of Famers or anything like that, but what they've been able to establish with their pod and now they're Hall of Famers in that space and just dominate the game. So just to be around them for, for a week and a half and soak up as much knowledge and wisdom and, you know, just doing a bunch of different stuff. So I'm, I'm super – it's great for me to be able to kind of – you know, it's kind of like Wizard of Oz. Everybody sees the, the Avi and they don't know what's behind the Avi to now get to see my face, get to see me doing a bunch of stuff. And I know basketball, and that's the thing that people used to kind of come at me. Oh, you don't know. It's like, look, I know basketball, but I just want to keep the jokes going. Like, there's yeah, enough of course, people of course. talking analytics and yeah, this and people. that. They that's got the them, they got that covered. You and staying in your lane is you're standing out and doing stuff that n- nobody else is doing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's how you're standing out. So I love that. I absolutely well, I love appreciate that. you. Well, I can't wait to see more projects. Let's do this rapid fire real quick because I let's told you I was gonna hold I'm, you. I already know. I'm about to, I'm like, are you gonna skip past I'm that? Like, I'm, like, no, I'm gonna do it. it. Absolutely not. We're gonna we're gonna cram this in, right? So okay, so I'm gonna give you about six or seven questions, this or that, either or I was gonna time you, but I'm not gonna time you. I'll be quick. All right, cool. Yeah, I don't have to time you. I mean, that's that's usually like a goal y'all try to, you know, my guests try to make, but are you ready? I'm ready to do it. All right. Tupac or Biggie? Uh Pac. In and out or Whataburger? In and out. I, I never rock with Whataburger. I mean, I, but I'm not again. Like, what you like, what you like. But I, I don't know how you could come to LA, eat some In and Out, and not say that's the the best fast food burger in the game. But that's me. The fries Dwayne, are trash, though. The fries are trash in and out. I'll just say that. Dwayne Wade or Allen Iverson? Ooh, AI. No, not to D Wade though. But AI, AI. Hey, you answered that too quick. Just I don't know. I like that response. I just got to I got to work the Iverson Classic out in Memphis. Got to meet. I mean, just. When AI walked, the love that he has, just watching him hug dudes, you know, seeing him seeing him hug John Moran about nine times in a, a one-minute window, but just the love <laughs> that he has for these dudes, him, hearing him talk to the players and stuff. And that's not a knock on D-Way because me and D-Way came up in the same era, and I got a tremendous amount of love and respect for him too. Beach or mountains? Beach. Dak Prescott or Derek Carr? Oh, uh, D-Carr, just Raiders all day. And Cowboys oh, fans man. don't come for me. But Dak got the man. hips. He got the hips. Don't lie. I, no, come I rock on, with Dak, too. It. Come on, man. Beyonce or Rihanna? Who Beyonce. All right. But that's it. You that's good. a good one, That's though. it. That's it right there. That's your... So I'm not going to have the Bayhive coming for me. <laughs> so now y'all know a little more about Mr. Josiah, Beach or Mountains. He loved him some In-N-Out Burger. You know, make sure that y'all check it out. So that's the best burger spot before you go. What's the number one food spot you would recommend right now? If I was to come out to LA tomorrow, what's the food spot you telling me to run to? Ooh. What about Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles? Is that Roscoe? It's, it's real touristy now, and it's, it's uh, overpriced. I still rock with like that's the, that's the staple of LA. If you come out this way, okay. I'm I'm big like sushi, so I eat a lot of sushi. So I would say like, like Sugarfish. Sugarfish okay. is the spot. It's like fast food sushi, but like super high quality, like freshest ingredients. Uh, you know, so all that type of stuff, but I don't, I don't really even go out like that. Also, like, let me think, like Mastro's out here. If you really want to ball out and okay. have a, a really good meal, good steakhouse, okay. like Mastro's is the spot. I don't to go. like steak. Steak, Sorry. lobster, lemon pepper wings are the most three overrated foods of my life. Ooh, okay, okay. Hey, wow. I'm, I'm feeling. I'm not a lemon pepper guy either. I'll have them, but I've never really understood just the fascination with them. Hey, people love them. People love them. People love them. That's not well, my first you. wing choice. <laughs> thank you again for tapping in, man. I appreciate you. Please let everybody know where they can follow you on social and King where they can grab your podcast and stuff. So King Josiah fifty four uh, out of pockets on the at buckets channel. No chill with Gilbert Arenas on Fubo Sports, and then Showtime Basketball at Show Basketball. Doing some different stuff with them. Some some social stuff. Some hosting. So. I just try to keep these kids fed and keep, you know, 
Okay, and they eat you out of the house and home. Okay, you already know. Um, <laughs> um, you guys know that you can follow me on social media at Ashley Baker underscore twenty one on Twitter and on Instagram at Ashley Baker Facebook, and make sure that you guys subscribe to my YouTube channel about nothing but sports. Make sure that you um go and, and subscribe to the Apple and the Spotify uh, channel where where you can find this podcast because this is this is just one of the dope fire guests that I have. I have more coming down the line. Um, so thank you guys again for tapping in. Josiah, thank you so much for joining me. I really enjoyed the conversation. I really appreciate you. I am the type that will hit you up later and be like, what can I improve on, you know, during the show, stuff like that. So I'm, I'm one of those people. I'm always looking to learn. So I Please again, do. Just thank you for being here, man. I appreciate you for having me. I'm so glad we got to get this done. Let me know when you need me to hop back on. You know, I'll, I'll be around. I appreciate you. You guys, same time, same place next week. See you later.